Hi, everyone. This is Mark Vina with more insights and strategy. Uh, today is April 5th, 2019, and I'm delighted for today's podcast to do something a bit different than I've done in previous podcasts. Um, this is the first of three podcasts that I'll be doing with some very deep dive coverage on a very exciting smart home company called Ergo. They're based in San Jose. In fact, they're right down the street from me, not too far from where I live. And uh, they're doing some very interesting and, more importantly, some very disruptive work in the multi-billion dollar hearing assistance device category. And uh, I'm probably being a bit whimsical here, but I suspect that after you hear this podcast, you're, gonna go, you're going to hear, I'm putting that in quotes, air quotes, a lot more about this company and most importantly, how it's changing uh, people's lives. And uh, on, the, on the podcast today, I'm very lucky to have Christian Gormson, the uh, CEO of Ergo, uh, and Ben DeCastro, Ergo's uh, VP of Marketing, uh, Christian has a, a lot of deep experience in the hearing aid space. He's going to talk about that uh, in a few moments. And Ben has over 20 years of marketing experience working with disruptive brands like ING Direct. And, uh, you know, what I know, I know about these two guys is they're extremely passionate about the uh, company and about the brand and the things that they're doing. Is, And I think you could probably say that by the entire employee population a year ago. But uh, let me just take a moment and uh, welcome Christian and Ben to the podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having us. No problem. Yeah, thank you very much, Mark. Yeah, so before we jump into our dialogue, let me tell the audience of how I became aware of Ergo. Uh, you know, the interesting thing is my mom, um, um, she gave me the, the permission to disclose this. She, she has a, a moderating, uh, moderate hearing loss problem. Uh, she's about 85, and uh, she has had this issue for some time. And we're going to talk about some of the behaviors that that people who have that kind of situation, and even younger than that, have. But she actually discovered a year ago on the internet, and she asked me to do some investigation of who the company was, and uh, you know, could I reach out to the company and get to know a little bit more about them? And I was able to get a unit from them, and literally, and I mean this very explicitly. It really changed her life. She's been using it now for about eight or nine months. And uh, mm-hmm. in fact, um, the uh, she was actually she'll, she'll probably want, will be one of the first persons that will listen to this podcast after it gets broadcast. But, you know, as a uh, Forbes contributor, you know, uh, which I read extensively for, um, I actually wrote a column about a ago, about uh, probably what, eight or nine months ago, uh, just to kind of articulate the experience my mom had with it. So uh, with that set up, you know, let me ask Christian and Ben about their backgrounds you know, how they got to Ergo in the first place and why it's such an interesting consumer company in, uh, in kind of what I'm calling the lifestyle improvement space. So, Christian, let me uh, let me throw that pitch to you and let me ask you to opine on that. Well, uh, Mark, thanks. And again, thanks. Thank you so much for having uh, having us here and covering such an important topic. And, and I just love the story about your mom. Um, it, it's, it's honestly what we get up to work for every day is hearing these stories about helping people get more out of life uh, because that's what hearing is all about. But enough about that. I'm Christian. Uh, I'm the CEO of Ergo. I've been the CEO since the summer of 16. I uh, I moved from Europe uh, here to California to take on this role. Um, actually, we've quite a bit. I kind of knew what I was doing, contrary to, to a lot of people within the startup space. Uh, I've spent a big part of my career uh, within the hearing aid world, uh, so the sort of classic technology world of creating, you know, sophisticated technologies that help improve people's lives. So this is something I've spent a lot of. I, I was an executive with one of the industry leaders 
um, for quite a period. Uh, so I, I kind of had a good sense of what we were getting into. Mm-hmm. That's great. So Ben, tell us about yourself and your, your road to, uh, to Irgo. <laughs> well, I mean, like you mentioned, I, uh, I've been in the industry for, uh, over 20 years, the marketing industry that is, uh, uh, mostly in Canada. I'm, I'm from Canada, Canadian. I came down here in 2015 to, to join Ergo. Um, and, uh, you know, it, I have to say it was, uh, an interesting, uh, opportunity that came my way. I'd never really thought about hearing aids before. Um, you know, my background had been, uh, in creating a lot of disruptive brands and, and banking, e-commerce, retail, publishing, you name it, uh, over 23 years, uh, there was quite a few of them, but, you know, what interested me in, in Ergo uh, was really about um, the cause that, we, that they were really um, trying to fight for. Uh, and that's when I feel brands are at their best, uh, mm-hmm. was when, when you fight a cause. And uh, when you hear about the numbers of, of, of Americans that, that currently uh, suffer with hearing loss and don't do anything about it, it suddenly becomes a rallying cry. And for me, that was... Uh, the most motivational thing um, that I thought I could do with with my career at the time, and uh, so I came down, and I've been here already for four years, and uh, I have to say I loved every single moment of it. Well, that's great, that's great, and you came down from Canada, which is a I, tremendous. I, I bet you miss your home country, and you never go back there <laughs> 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 because California is such a wonderful place. But no, the, I, yeah, I think that. I, I think that's the interesting thing about what I, you know, what what I've observed about not only you, um, Ben and Christian, and the rest of the team here. There's a tremendous passion, frankly, about what you're trying to do here, and uh, I think it has to be said because there's so many technology companies in the in the Bay Area and, and across the country that not that they're not doing great work to help people's lives, but they're absolutely the mission of, of, of I believe, of, of um, Ergo is really to improve people's lives. It's a very literal thing. And Christian, uh, I'd just like you to talk a little bit more about that because ultimately that's why consumers should care about what you folks are doing. Yeah, no, fully, fully agree. And, and that's actually what I alluded to in my intro. Um, I've seen this, I, I've heard the story that typically what gets people excited, and I think what even got you a little excited, Mark, first time we spoke is you talk about this, you know, massive market, 48 million Americans having some level of hearing loss mm-hmm. at the same, so a huge prevalence at the same time, only 20% are doing something about it. So how come, how come there's more than you know, clo- you know, almost 38 million people out there who are not doing something. How can that be? And 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 what's the problem here? Mm-hmm. Of course, I ca- I came from the other side, so I was used to that. I've known that. I've known that for two decades. And you know, it's it's always been a challenge of the industry. You know, how do you get people to accept hearing and understand that hearing is a great thing? And you know, sometimes and and what often happens in you know. This is not very different from the optical industry. Back in the 50s and the 60s, if you put on a a pair of glasses, you were seen upon as handicapped. Mm -hmm. And now you're seen as smart. It's it's pretty ironic (laughs) how how that has evolved, right? Uh, But but that was, you know, that was the stigma around the category. And that's how people feel about hearing aids. They feel if you put on a hearing aid, you're basically broadcasting to the world 
that something is wrong with you, yep. which mm-hmm. is a complete misconception because right. losing your hearing is natural. It happens to everyone. Right. Um, it is as natural as losing your hair and your you know, muscular uh, activity and so on goes down and it comes with age. And mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the good and the, the bad news, the bad news is it comes with age. Um, the good news is that people live longer lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, typically hearing starts occurring in your late 50s, uh, early 60s, uh, it happens earlier to males than to females, but that's where it starts. And then it basically progresses gradually over mm-hmm. over time until you die. Right. You know, but but a few decades ago, people would die at the age of 67. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really a big problem because you only had emerging hearing loss and then you would pass away because you've been living a very physical life and not a lot of focus on health. Right. Now... Luckily, people at the age of 67, you're still very active. Many people are still in the workforce. And mm-hmm. those who have actually chosen to retire, a lot of people actually actively choose to retire. They are outgoing, they're social, they live social lives, and they are definitely not, uh, you know, they're not done living uh, mm-hmm. on the contrary. But hearing loss is coming. And that right. is actually prohibiting you for enjoying life to the fullest, right? Well, right, uh, and 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 and, and to, you know, to, and to your point, you know, people, you know, when again, this I'm brought, you know, painting a very broad brush here, but you know, in the United States as well as you know, most of the um, developed countries around the world, as you get older, you know, you not only do you, you know, t- everyone or a very a very large percentage of the population, their hearing tends to degrade a bit. Um, you know, that's a, the time of life where you may be retiring. You know, you're in a financial situation where you want to enjoy life. You want to be, to be able to travel. You want to spend time with your grandchildren and things like that. And not be and not being able to maximize that opportunity because of a hearing hearing difficulty, really is a very frustrating thing. And, and Ben, you and I have talked about that quite a bit. So I'd like to hear your perspective on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, here you are working your entire life, you know, waiting for retirement and you get there and then life deals you these 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 different challenges. And, you know, especially, you know, boomers these days, um, uh, you know, this is a generation that, you know, redefined every single uh, part of their lives. So when it was a teenager, they redefined what it meant to be a teenager. They redefined what it meant to be a young adult, a mature adult. And now they're redefining what it means to be a senior citizen. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they they they. For them, um, life uh, is something that they see the challenge and they take the challenge head on. Uh, And they don't want to stop living this wonderful life that they have. But hearing can do that to somebody. If you can't hear properly, um, you know, what ends up happening is, uh, well, people sometimes they compensate in the early days. They'll ask people to repeat themselves or they will ask people um, to or they'll read lips or, or there, there's, there's several different ways they can compensate. But what ends up happening most of the time is after a while, they start to withdraw from social interactions. And that, that's not what they want. That's not what anyone wants. Um, you know, they, they've lived their whole lives uh, taking the bull by the horns. And, um, and there's no reason why they should feel any different, act any different. And, that's, and for them, you know, even the thought of wearing a hearing aid is something that is almost self-defeating for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is the hearing aid uh, connotes, uh, has the stigma of being uh, old age related. Um, right. that, and that's unfortunate. Like Christian said, we're trying to change that as mm-hmm. much in the way uh, glasses are. Uh, because we believe, you know, hearing aids uh, should be heard, right, and not seen. And, and by putting them inside your ear, which, which is the beauty of Ergo, um, the only person that knows is you. Right. 
No, that's the beauty of the product. And frankly, uh, you know, it's almost like a, a fountain of youth like product, because if you can be able to solve that issue and not, you know, advertise the fact that you may have a hearing loss issue. To me, that's a tremendous, tremendous differentiator of the product, which obviously, um, you know, my mother has, you know, as a you know, case study of one found very appealing. But, you know, the, the one thing I want to get that. Uh, Christian's perspective on because not that he's an old timer because you know he said he would spend many many years in the hearing aid space uh, the hearing device assistance space Christian you and I have talked a bit about this before is that the legacy hearing aid industry and not to paint a broad a broad brush that you know they're they're um, you know they're um, less than honest or or it's been an industry frankly that has been very captive i won't use the word monopolistic you know but you know it's but it's, it's been a very you know staid group of players in it and especially the channel itself in terms of the way you acquire traditionally a hearing aid it, it probably doesn't have haven't done consumers a lot of favors so before we get into the product a bit let's talk a little bit about the industry at a, at a macro level and the channel and, you know, again, because uh, a year ago solves a lot of those issues, the way it's going to market with customers. But let's talk about the current state of the situation right now with uh, in the channel and with the legacy um, players in the space. Yeah, no. And we're kind of doing a full circle here back to what attracted me to Ergo, what made me make the decision to get into Ergo. And we've already touched upon the product and, mm -hmm. and clearly there's something innovative about you know let's make it invisible let's focus on what the consumer wants i think the you know so the existing industry if we just take a step back you know it's made off of you know large high-tech companies that produce products and develop technologies for hearing amplification that's where i originate from uh, and they they actually do a phenomenal job. It's amazing how technology has evolved over the last couple of decades, from you know analog circuits to digital chipsets to miniaturization to rechargeable batteries, et cetera, et cetera. It, it's getting really sophisticated. It is actually a, a significant piece of high tech that you that you put inside your ear mm. or over your ear. So the industry's come really far. The problem is that's the industry side. The distribution side, which is what the consumer sees, uh, mm. you know, where do you get hearing aids? That's an industry. So the place to get hearing aids in the U.S. today is if you're a veteran, you can get them via the VA. Alternatively, you have to go to a clinic. So that's an mm. audiology clinic or a dispensing clinic. Uh, you actually don't even need a prescription to go there. Anyone can go there and your GP or your ENC specialist will refer you there, but but you don't need that. Right. That's, a, that's a model that hasn't changed for decades. Yep. For the two decades I've been in the industry, it hasn't changed. And it hasn't changed. And when I came into the industry, it hadn't changed for a couple of decades. So it hasn't evolved at all. And this is actually, you know, the channel that communicates directly to the consumer. This is a this is a channel that's really well trained. They're great at helping people understand what hearing loss is and so mm -hmm. on. But it is definitely not, you know, a, a modern channel in terms of engaging with consumers, right? So you have you kind of have this B2B scenario where the technology is sold into the channel, and then you have the business to consumer uh, step where the channel of the clinics then sell to the consumer. So mm -hmm. anything that has to do with awareness, 
educating the public that you're not handicapped if you're wearing a hearing aid. You know, there's actually great styles that actually allow for an active lifestyle. All of that responsibility sits at the distribution level. And, and here today, it's a highly fragmented market made mm-hmm. of, a, of a lot of mom and pop audiologists out there. They do right. a great job in service. But in terms of actually educating and bringing in awareness, since we're independent clinics, we really don't have the power to go out and explain what we're doing right now. We're talking about hearing. Mm-hmm. They don't really have that. They can't go out nationally because they only live in a current area. So their focus is how do we how do we build a relationship with the local retirement community, with mm-hmm. the local GPs, et cetera, as opposed to lifting you know the discussion. And what I love about hearing Ben talk is about this is not about a disease or an illness. No, mm-hmm. this is about living your life. And just life. that you're, the fact that you're older doesn't mean that you should stop living your life. And, and mm-hmm. how do we have this level of discussion? So this is really the setup, um, sort of to put it on. And what really attracted me to Ergo was the opportunity, first of all, to have a product that's designed for what the end user want and not what the channel wants. The channel right. wants the product to be as sophisticated as possible so they can sort of provide their value add and they can mm-hmm. help the user understand it. But if right. you ask a user, they want something that's easy to use and just works. Right. right? But you're but you're also, Christian, being a bit diplomatic in, uh, in that in any type of channel distribution system, whether it's selling hearing aid devices or any type of other device, you're going to have very good dealers and you're going to have some not so good dealers. And, I, and the inconsistency, I'm sure, has got to be an issue that, you know, you may have a, a family that has a very good experience with one particular de- uh, dealer in one particular area of the country, but you also may have a, a different customer have a, a, a decidedly non-positive um, experience. So, oh, you know, no, no, to me, Mar- that's... Mar- Mar- you're, you're, you're spot on, right? And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I, I like the profession. I like what the profession stands for, and I support that. And we've actually integrated what we believe are all the best steps of the profession into our business model, because we do believe that care and education are important. But right. I agree with you. You know, how do we deliver that in a consistent high quality matter, no matter where you're based, no matter whether you're highly affluent and can afford this without even blinking or whether you are on welfare, right? How do we make it accessible to the consumer? All of those things, you're you're absolutely right. Right. And I think that that was what I loved about Ergo. Here was a mission to have a great product designed for the consumer, but delivered in a way that kind of democratizes you know, hearing makes it available to everybody. And where the one thing that governs all the decisions we make at Ergo is what does this do to the consumer? Is this making the consumer experience better? Are we helping people? Because, you know, you need a North Star. And I I love the North Star that is established here at Ergo. And and I'd like like to see that for Ben, too, because, again, you know, it's such an important topic to talk about. So, Ben, let's expand upon that and especially the value proposition that Ergo brings to the table and and, and maybe amplify some of the things that Christian just talked about. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, right now what the beauty of Ergo is that uh, we make it really, really easy. You know, people, once they... They start realizing they have hearing loss. They're going through several emotions, and we've what we've been able to see is that some of those emotions are uh, frustration, irritation. It's at their situation. Um, they don't believe that this is happening to them, and and then 
the prospect of going through a series of office visits, seeing a series of professionals, and then you know uh, being prod, prodded and poked and and whatnot. That's just something that's very daunting. It can be very intimidating for a lot of people. I'm right. not saying that's the reason they don't go and seek uh, seek solutions, but you know it certainly does factor into the decision. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we do is we we make it so easy and convenient for people. We decided when we were building this thing, you know what? Let's take all of that out. And let's just, this is the 21st century, right? Mm-hmm. This is the age of the internet. This is the age of telehealth. Let's use these things um, to help the consumer out, to make it easy and convenient. So literally, you don't have to wait months. You can come online or, or pick up the phone and call one of our uh, wonderful professionals. Um, they'll ask you a few questions, learn about your situation. And then, of course, you know, learn if Ergo works for you. Um, you know, if, if you have uh, severe hearing loss, Ergo is probably not going to work for you. And we, we tell that to people uh, that uh, those are the situations uh, all the time, if that's their situation. Because for us, it's it's not about how many sales we make. It's it's about how many lives we change. And if Ergo is not going to make a change in your life, well, then, uh, you know, that will be the first to tell you that. Sure. But then on top of that, you can literally get you, you know, we, we, you buy it. You can literally get this in two to three days in your house. You put them in. We have a, a professional who follows up with you, um, a certified professional, licensed professional who follows up with you. Uh, and, and they make sure that you, you're preparing for a transition to a life of hearing again. Uh, and believe me, it's, it's quite dramatic. I mean, we see it all the time. You know, once people put these, these things in their, in, in their ears, it's almost like their life has become reborn in a way. And it's, it, you know, you, you're going to be listening to sounds you haven't heard of in a long time. And it's good to have a professional there who's there to assist you and help you and, and give you tips and tricks and right. little different things that they, they, they've picked up over the years of how to adapt and get used to this world again. And it doesn't take long to get used to, but certainly, you know, uh, it, it can be um, it can be sometimes overwhelming. I mean, we've even heard people cry because they can hear again and, and they're hearing all these sounds again. And, and, and it's, uh, it's, I mean, again, it's, it's just a wonderful uh, situation to be in working for Ergo because of, you know, we really are helping people um, get their lives back. Yes. And, and that's, those are excellent points, Ben. And I want I want to tie something back, Christian, that you were talking about before in terms of how do you create, you know, given that the, the legacy channel distribution model is, an, is, and let's call it an uneven one, you know, from a consumer experience standpoint, you know, how does Ergo address that? Forget about the product itself, but, you know, what things have you put in place to make sure that when a consumer contacts Ergo with a, you know, Ergo sales specialist, you know, what are the kind of things that you do to make sure that customer is really getting a very good evaluation and advice, frankly, on why the product is such a great solution for, for consumers? So what are you doing from an engagement standpoint with consumers? Yeah. First of all, we don't believe that any consumers are the same. We believe everybody is an individual. So mm-hmm. that means what's important to you might not be as important to me. You know, we have different, we value different things. So point number one, we don't want to force the consumer through any, you know, preset journey. We basically, you know, we're looking at at it as, you know, we want to provide the consumer with what is right for that individual. So we built a business that is digital. So our main expression is digital. It's online. And some consumers love that. And it actually provides great convenience because you could do it at the comfort of your home. You can do it whenever it suits you. So back to the support that Ben was mentioning, hey, this is when you need it. It's not when the support and when you have booked an appointment. 
So first of all, we're digital. Uh, so that's our starting point. But, you know, this is a complicated part and there's so many misconceptions around hearing. And we also believe that some people really want to talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. So we've complemented our digital experience with what we call our personal hearing guides, which are available on the phone. So you literally can call us, you can explore digitally, you can chat with us if you prefer to chat and just have a few questions that you will answer when you're done walking or the coffee is over or whatever. Or if you really want to talk to a live human being, you can just call us and we, mm-hmm. we will have people on staff. And this is very important. These are not just an outsourced call center. Right. These are our employees. They're trained by Ergo. Uh, because we know how important it is to be able to share experiences and tell stories to make people feel comfortable and understand whether it's the right thing and whether they have a right fit. So if you kind of look at it from a a picture point of view, you have a digital front that can give you all the answers you actually need, but if you don't know how to find them or you prefer to ask someone, you can either chat with us, you can email with us, or if you just prefer to talk to somebody, you can actually talk to a prof- uh, you know to a person who's well trained. And if after talking you still want to go back and learn a little bit more, you can do that digitally, or you can call us again. So again, we're not trying to force the journey upon anyone. Yeah, we're trying my... to make it accessible. So yeah, Ben, I know you have a lot to add. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Ben. My fa- I was just going to add my, my favorite thing about about our, our personal hearing guides is they they treat you like a person. And not a patient. Uh, There's very, they're very compassionate. They they sit down. They want to know your story. They want to know your situation. Um, and I I just uh, you know I love that about our our team. Mm-hmm. No, I, I basically have every new employee we have joining, be that a new personal hearing guide or be that a new engineer working on the hardware or a software engineer working on the website or a marketing person, even marketing people, Ben. You know, <laughs> I, I have them, even, uh, exactly, even the marketing people, I have them listen to customer experiences. And those are customers who call in, we have recorded calls and we have mails coming in all the time, you know, talking about what hearing does to them. I said, this is the reason we get up. We get up, you know, to make sure that this this person has a great experience. And not everybody will have a great experience. Some people will need more. Some people will need to see a doctor because their hearing loss, you know, might be an indication of something more severe or a medical condition. And I said, for me, it's a pride whenever we refer people out of ERGO and say, you should see your doctor or you should go see a specialist because that's part of putting the customer first and not the product first. Um, So I agree. It's all about creating this human interaction because at the end of the day, I would rather have somebody not buy Eargos, but have a great experience and share that great experience with friends and family who mm-hmm. will then come and buy from us as opposed to sell a product that's not going to work anyways and we will have to accept the return. You know, nobody wins. Right. So it's all about, you know, making sure that we do what's the right thing. Right. Well, you know, bad word of mouth is the worst kind of word of, word of mouth, and you want to avoid that as much as possible. But it's uh, but it's really interesting uh, the the attention focus you're putting on that engagement with the customer in a direct manner. And you know, our next podcast is really going to be focused on the product and technology itself. And I should say products, which is more than one. Um, but I would like to get Ben to um, provide some insight on what I like to call a day in the life of an ergo, you know, user and that, you know, how would you at a very high level expect someone to use 
your typical, you know, ergo um, uh, hearing device, you know, from a from a from a, a rechargeability standpoint, from a lifestyle standpoint, you know, what do they can, can I mean, really, I mean, do, do they? What is the goal, frankly, uh, Ben, that you guys have outlined in terms of how do you, you know, impact people's lives without, you know, calling so much attention to the product that the person notices it's there? You know, it's, it's kind of like contact lenses. I've been using contact lenses for 30 years, and I don't even remember sometimes, you know, it's so automatic. I put them in my eyes, and I'm off to the races, you know. So give me a, <laughs> a bit uh, give me a bit of perspective. Is, is that the type of, you know, uh, aspirational place you want to be? you know, from, yeah. a, from a solution standpoint. Uh, it, absolutely. I mean, uh, you actually started to, to answer your own question there. Uh, it, look, I it, do that frequently, but, no, but, please, <laughs> but, but give me your perspective, please. Oh, but I still have this picture of Mark going off to the races. So I'm sitting here. <laughs> <and chuckling. laughs> um, yeah, look, uh, we've designed this with the user in mind. We've designed this so that um, you know, some of the things that people do not like about current hearing aids, we, we've eliminated. So batteries, changing batteries in the middle of a day, you know, where you're broadcasting to the whole world. Yes, I have a hearing aid. Uh, we've eliminated that. Ergo is rechargeable. And, and moreover, it's, it holds a charge for pretty much the whole day. So, and what most people do, what most users do is they put it in the charger overnight where it charges, gets a full charge. Morning comes, they put it in and they go about their day. Uh, the, the charger is also portable, um, so you could take it with you if anything happens through the day. You feel like you know it's been a long day, and maybe there's a little less charge in it than it should be. Although that that I don't see that happening, but you could just put them in the in the charger and get a little bit more uh, more juice into them, and then continue with your day. Um, and, and that's really what it's about. It's about um, you know the convenience, not just in, in our business model, but of using the product as well. Um, you know and and as well, you know, nobody wants to see it, so we made it invisible. Once again, you know, in the ear, um, so that you can feel confident about wearing them all day. You don't have to feel like other people are staring at you or they're staring at your ear. Uh, and, and we hear that from customers all the time. I, I heard, I read it, uh, a review today from a, from a customer uh, who says, you know, I've been wearing ear goes for months now, and nobody has has mentioned them at all. Nobody can mm. see them. that. For us, is a source of pride. Um, you know, to, to give them that confidence in life, to, to give them that 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 feeling that you know they can continue living that great life that they have, uh, and and we had something to do with it. Yeah, I, I would add here uh, one thing, Mark and, and Ben, because a lot of people compare hearing aids with. Is it like a headset? What is it like? Give me give me a sense of what it means to wear a hearing aid. And I said it's nothing like a headset. You know, basically, like Ben said. You know, it's designed so you go about your doings in the morning when you're sort of getting ready, uh, you know, to, to leave your bedroom, bathroom, you will put in your ergos. Ergos are designed, you know, from the very beginning and also the quality standards we hold us to for all day wear. So it's an all day wear product, literally mm -hmm. like a contact lens. You will just put them in. You will go about your doings. Your hearing is dynamic. So your hearing is dependent on the sound situation you're in. Mm -hmm. So one of the great things with Eargos is you can actually change programs within your Eargos throughout the day by basically an acoustic tap. So that's a slight tap to your ear will allow you to change programs. So, right. so the example I always use is when I was at CES, large electronic fair in Las Vegas, big ballroom, very noisy, a lot of background noise, kind of like being in a, in, a, in a restaurant, which I think we all cha are challenged in hearing. 
I would have my ear goes in, in what's programmed too, which is actually a mild, moderate hearing loss. Later on, I'd be in a meeting room oh, and talking to journalists, talking to suppliers, what have you. I would turn my hearing aids down to level one, which is a mild hearing loss. Mm-hmm. So, so those are sort of, so you can actually adapt it without taking it out, without having all sorts of visible controls out there. It's a slight tap to your ear that changes right. it. You go through your day, you have your dinner, you finally, you know, are getting to the end of the day, you're done watching TV or whatever you have been doing. So while you brush your teeth, you'll take out your hearing aids. And actually, that's an added benefit and a real benefit for people with hearing loss is you don't really want to hear well when you're sleeping. So right. you take them out, you put them in the charger, you know, you will just clean them off, you know, very briefly, wipe, wipe them down. You put them in the charger, you go to sleep and you wake up and you repeat the next day. But right. these are devices that are actually designed in such a way that your ear naturally breathes. Right well, now, I- I'm wearing- I'm wearing a headset and I can't wait to get this headset off because I have, you know, my, my, my head is hot and everything is getting hot, right? Um, and you don't feel that way at all wearing your yep. No, I, I agree. And I, and I will tell you, Christian, that there's one Italian um, grandmother in New Jersey that has, <laughs> that has been very happy since the moment I got a chance <laughs> to meet you and Ben. But I, I do want to focus the next podcast on doing a deeper dive on the technology and looking at some of the really interesting capabilities and features of the product. You know, um, Christian did a quick uh, take on it, but our next call will almost be dedicated entirely on the technology itself. But um, that, unfortunately, because we could talk about this all day, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Christian and Ben, please thank you for taking the time out to speak with more insights today. And uh, Ben, most importantly, because you're the marketing guy, how do members of the podcast audience find Ergo? What's your website name? Oh, it should, simple. Be, it should, be, it should be intuitive, but I'm sure yeah. you know it. <laughs> Ergo.com, E-A-R-G-O.com. That's great. And so, Mark, 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 I, I got to have a final word here. Sure, um, please. I, I, no, and it's just a... Huge thank you to you and to anyone who listens uh, for taking the time to explore something that's so important, you know, because this is ultimately our mission. How do we how do we elevate the discussion around hearing? Hearing is important. It's natural to all of us. It's very important. It's one of our core five senses, right? It's something that we need to talk about. And there's so much you can do about it. So I just really love the opportunity to sit here and chat all all day long i would love to write about hearing uh, mm-hmm. because it's important and i just urge anyone to take action you know give us a call even ask questions even if you're an existing hearing aid user that's not the point are you sure you're getting the right solution we can help you it's not about just you know having you buy ear go it's about you doing something about your hearing that's what's right. important out here and uh, thank you, Mark, for that opportunity. Oh, you know, you're welcome. It's very gratifying, and even for someone like myself, I, you know, that I deal with a variety of big, small, medium-sized companies, and it's always nice to be, you know, covering a, a company that's really doing something, and it, very literally to improve people's lives. So thank you guys for your time today. Um, for the, for the more insights and strategy audience, please find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, it's very easy to find us. And if you like today's podcast, please subscribe to um, to our podcast and Apple iTunes. Again, thanks for everyone for tuning in, and I wish everyone an enjoyable weekend. Mm-hmm.